Forgive me for being so inquisitive. Do you mind? Do you mind? Do you mind if I ask you a personal question? We do this to educate and include everyone. Mm -hmm. It's all the questions that you want to ask someone. You're like, I don't want to offend them. I don't know how this will come across. This is your opportunity. Because people have said, go ahead, ask whatever question you would like to. Mm -hmm. And this morning we are joined by Grace Highland. You might have seen her online as well. Uh, She is a transgender woman. Good morning. Good morning. Now we uh, we we do know your father. He um, is an Australian actor, and recently he's been on TV talking about um, when you uh, were saying to the family that you wanted to transition. Uh, this is some of it. Yeah. So for me, it really made sense. All through Grace's early years, she would gravitate to all things female, and when I saw Grace run towards authenticity and just jump over all the hurdles to do so. I, without doubt, had a front row seat to the most courageous thing I'd seen. That That's from your dad's perspective. Would you be able to take us through when you knew that you were female? Yeah, so I really, from the age of about four or five, I knew I was different. Um, I would always gravitate to more feminine things and activities in kinder and primary school, but I just didn't real like I didn't know what that meant. I just thought I was weird because, you know, none of the other boys were like me. But when I was twelve I came across a documentary on YouTube about a trans girl who was going through transition and medical transition and then I had this light bulb moment and I just thought, That's me mm. and I'm finally seeing someone who is feeling how I've been feeling and I'm not this weirdo who's just destined for a life of unhappiness and confusion. So lovely to hear your father's words there too. And imagine a very confusing time for you, especially at that age. How was it and what did you think your family were going to say when you decided to tell them? Well, so I, in 2012 at the time, sorry, 2013 at the time, it what trans wasn't in the media yeah. like it is today. So I obviously knew my family was accepting of um, gay people and lesbian people, but I had no idea how they'd react to trans. Mm. And so I took months to come out to them. And I actually came out to my stepmom on a post-it note because she realized that something was wrong. Mm. And then she's like, okay, something's wrong. You seem down lately. I need to know what's going on. You're not getting out of this car until you tell me. And then I ended up telling her after like half an hour. So you changed your name to Grace when you were 14 years old. Do your parents and people who knew you before then do they speak about who you were when you were male or is like, how, how does that work? Cause I imagine people still have great memories of, of you before you became Grace. So the way we think about it is I'm the same person. It's not like I was one person then and I'm a whole new person now. Mm. It's like I was a little boy who instead of growing going through their teen years, turning into a man, I turned into a woman. 
and that might be hard for some people to understand. But I mean, I came out when I was 12 and then I had a gradual transition. So by the time I was 14, I was fully out as a female starting my medical transition on testosterone blockers. So it wasn't very hard for people to grasp Mm. and I haven't had anyone in my family sort of mourn who I used to be because it's like I'm just the same person but a lot happier. Yeah. 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 Grace, do you mind if I ask, uh, you mentioned the hormone blockers. What is your daily ritual? Do you need to still take them and other hormones now? So basically, HRT is the process of changing your hormones in your body from male to female um, because in our body we've all got sex hormones and males have testosterone and a tiny bit of estrogen whereas females have a lot of estrogen and a tiny bit of testosterone. So what the testosterone does is at male puberty at about age 12 to 13, testosterone spikes and so that makes your voice break, grow an Adam's apple, grow facial hair, get really muscly, grow really tall, makes you look like a man. Um, So the blockers, they prevent the production of testosterone. So I started those when I was uh, 13. So my voice never broke, I never got an Adam's apple, I never grew facial hair and all of those male changes, right? So... I had gender confirmation surgery when I was uh, 19 years old, and a part of that surgery is that the that's the down the bottom surgery. Yeah, yeah, yeah So yeah. that's where they basically turn the penis into a vagina. Mm, right. Um, and so a part of that is they remove the testicles, and therefore your body no longer produces any testosterone because the testicles are gone. Mm-hmm. So then I stopped taking blockers then. But when I was 15, I started on estrogen, which is the female hormone. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I grew boobs and hips and has soft skin and everything. Um, But I'll need to be on that for the rest of my life Mm because my body doesn't naturally produce enough of that. Thank you for being so open and honest, um, the way that you can share with everyone. Would you like to take some calls? I would love to. Thirteen ten sixty. If there's any questions you have for Grace, who is a transgender woman, uh, this is about getting to know Grace and what it's like to live like her. So nothing's off limits. Uh, feel free to jump on the phone. Thirteen ten sixty. We'll do it next. Forgive me for being so inquisitive. Do you mind? Do you mind? Do you mind if I ask you a personal question? Thirteen ten sixty. You can ask uh, a question. This mm. is your opportunity right now to learn more about someone. We're talking with Grace Highland, who is a transgender woman. Are you still there and ready to take some questions? Yes, I am. All right. Uh, we've got a lot of calls coming through on thirteen ten sixty. Feel free to join in, Sarah in Springfield. You've got a question for Grace. Go for it. Hi. Yes. Um, do you mind if I ask? Um, I'm going through a similar situation with my beautiful eight-year-old child, and I just wanted to know, like, is there any particular advice you could give me as a parent to make sure I was doing everything I could to support my child through this? Okay, first of all, I just want to say that you're absolutely doing amazing. The fact that you're tuning in and listening to my story and even taking the time to call and ask 
is a huge step. That tells me you're not afraid of what people think. You're not afraid to be out and proud. So that's amazing. You're already halfway there because you just already sound like such an amazing, loving mum who wants the best for your child. And we need so many more mums like you. But what I will say is just let your child lead the way. Basically, create an environment, which it sounds like you already have, where your child feels as though they are comfortable to talk to you. Because the best relationship you could ever have with your child is where they feel like they could come and talk to you about anything. Mm -hmm. And if they do, I feel as though they will lead the way. Like my stepmom and I have the relationship where I know I can talk to her about absolutely anything and hence why I came out to her first. So I think just making sure your child feels as though they can talk to you about anything is key. Does that help, Sarah? Yes, it does, and that that will stick with me. I really appreciate that. I can hear the emotion in your voice, Sarah, and I know you, you, yeah, yeah, you just want to do the right thing. Oh, Grace, for for people like Sarah and listening, is there any sort of practical advice? Because I know that Sarah is so, you know, loving and there for her child. What about the school or the kids around? Is there anything that you think you should chat to the school or chat to uh, her child's friends? Anything practical like that? So you'll find that schools are becoming a lot more accepting and they are prioritising a lot of children's needs when it comes to gender identity in the past few years just because of the media. Um, There are a lot of organisations, I'm not sure of the ones in Brisbane, but there are a lot in Melbourne that actually I had one called the Safe Schools Coalition and they actually came to my school and gave my classes a presentation about trans and I didn't have to be in the room so I could go off and do another class while they taught everyone about what it is to be trans and my principal was amazing. His son was gay and experienced a lot of bullying. So the minute I came to my principal's office and said, I'm trans, I'm transitioning. Can I use the girl's bathroom? Can I change my name? He's like, absolutely, we'll Mm -hmm. do anything to support you. So there are support groups everywhere for transgender children, Mm -hmm. the parents of transgender children. They are everywhere. There are some really big ones in Australia where people come and they have meeting points in every different state, or there are ones, I have no doubt that there'd be amazing ones in Brisbane with all like-minded mums in Facebook groups who just all have kids who are struggling with gender identity and can talk about everything. Sure. Uh, All right, let's jump over to Josie now. Josie's on the line. What would you like to ask Grace? Hi, Grace. Do you mind if I ask what your views are for um, sports and professional sports and what we can do as a society to Absolutely. So I think when it comes to sports, it's such a hard one because we see cases of trans women where they are being discriminated against and just made a complete mockery of in the media. And I think that that is a huge 
no-go zone. Mm. I don't think it's okay for, you know, the media to make a mockery of them. However, I will acknowledge that every trans woman is different. Mm. So what the argument is that trans women who were born male um, have a biological advantage. That's the argument from the opposition. And to an extent, that is true. Um, If you're a trans woman who went on puberty blockers when she was like 12, 13, 14, even 15, you haven't gone through enough male changes to where you have a biological advantage over cisgender women. So playing in sports alongside women really, in my opinion, is okay because where's the advantage? You didn't go through male puberty. You know, your bones aren't thicker and longer and more denser. You don't have a massive muscle mass. Like, However, there is something to be said. I personally feel like sexual dimorphism is a really gray area. Like, So do you, example, do you believe that trans women should be able to compete in female sports? Well, here's the thing. I think so, but I think it has to be case by case. And I think at the end of the day, sport is a business Mm. and people, they're only going to put people in sport for what people are paying to see. Yeah. Uh, Okay, cool. Sorry to cut you off. We just got to keep moving through one more call so we don't run out of time. All right. We've got (laughs) Serena from Caboolture who's given us a call. You're on the air with Grace. What's your question? Good morning, Grace. Do you mind if I ask... Since you've done your gender confirmation surgery, do you prefer to be identified as a woman or a trans woman? Great question. Thank you for your question. It's a tough one because I guess I identify as a a woman. Mm. But, you know, I just go about my normal life. Like, I just feel like I'm a woman. Like, you know, I forget I'm trans most of the time, to be honest. But... I will acknowledge that I am a trans woman. And to be honest, I'm proud of that because I've been through so much mm. and I've had to work so hard just to be who I am. So I just wear it with pride. And I think that it's great because now that I'm in such a good place in my life and I'm so happy, I don't want to just cast away that side of me and then leave behind the other trans women of today mm. who might need my help. Mm. All right, well, Grace, thank you so much for being open with us. Um, We really appreciate it. And um, if anyone wants to check you out, you're all over Instagram and, of course, TikTok as well. So thank you for your time this morning. Thank you for having me. Thank you.